Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Journey Podcast. I have a special guest, Nick Comedina, back on the show. You guys really loved his episode last time. And Nick, I don't know if you know this, but your episode has been my most viewed episode no ever. Yeah, which is really, really awesome. So That's awesome. It's a yeah. party. The people love you. So we have Nick back. But what Nick wants to talk about today is a really special project that he has been working on. And I'm actually very excited to share with you guys as well. It's called the Coaching Collective. Essentially, it is a membership program in which coaches can learn how they can develop their skills as coaches and just fine tune their their art and their craft in their own coaching business. And I think this is really amazing because with PTBI, what we do is we work with coaches, we help them grow their business. But once their business is in place, like after three months, after six months, like your business is good to go. Like it's it pretty much runs an autopilot. And so business owners get frustrated because they love learning so much and they're like, well, what's the next step? What's the next step? And so the next step is always to go back to learning and becoming a better coach. Yeah, and that's where, yep. And that's where Nick comes in. So Nick would love for you to introduce, you know, who you are for people who are just listening and then don't know who you are yet. And then also uh, the coaching collective as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to be here, man. I enjoy this podcast. For those of you who don't know, Zach and I go back a couple of years, good, good amount of years. He's a good, he's a good guy. He's all right. Um, but yeah, so basically a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Nick. I am a full-time online coach. I've got a couple other businesses on the side, but I've been doing the personal training, gym owner, coaching thing for almost a decade now. Jesus. That's fucking wild. I know. <laughs> it's been almost a decade that I've been doing this. So I've definitely um, acquired my, I would say I've acquired majority of my knowledge from fucking up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right so i have fucked up so much over this decade that like i'm like okay now i kind of know what works more than what doesn't obviously i you know i better my learning as well but going into kind of the the coaching collective here and what this is is you know i i love helping people i do and if you look at my phone at any point in time i am usually always at least in five or ten group text messages between another coach and their client for peak weeks Mm -hmm. I'm always there. I'm like, yeah, if you guys want me in there, no problem at all. I don't charge. I, you know, never charge for it. Cool. Yeah. I'll totally look at you. Something's wrong. I say, "Uh, maybe try this, maybe try that. I have no problem. I just love helping people. And one of my clients, she was like, man, you, you should charge for this. And I was like, no. And she's like, no, you should really charge for something like this. And I was like, well, what if I did it on a grander scale in the point of like, not just peak weeks, but something that any coach ever could do to just better their craft. And I'd say the number one thing, cause like people come to you and like, I, I can almost guarantee you 75% of your clientele gets extremely overwhelmed with how many clients they get mm-hmm. right, right out the gate. Holy shit. And then the, the imposter syndrome sets in. Am I a good coach? I don't know what I'm doing. They start running into issues that they've never experienced before because now they have more people. And it's like, it can be very easy to lose your confidence as a coach. And so that's where I, I was like, man, that coaching collective would be a really, really good idea. So what the coaching collective is, um, well, what I, what I, what my role is in the coaching collective is I will basically create a uh, PowerPoint presentation once a week and our calls are on Wednesdays and I'll basically get a zoom call. I'll share my screen with everybody and I will teach whatever the call is about, but 
something that I always really, really stress to these people is that everything I'm showing you guys, I'm not teaching you anything. I am simply sharing my interpretation of this data. And I also want to hear your interpretation of this data. So the reason I call it a coaching collective internship is because yes, I am interning these people, but also it needs to be a collective mind interpreting this data. So if you're on there and I'm like, hey, this is how I interpret this. And you go, well, Nick, wait a minute. What about this and this, because I thought that it did this way. And I go, wow, holy crap, Zach, that's a really good interpretation of that data. One that I actually didn't even see. Doesn't mean neither of us are right or wrong. It just means, oh, wow, there's two different ways we can use this data to benefit our clients. Does that make sense? Yeah. So now these coaches are able to converse among other coaches, as well as follow kind of the, the presentation that's there and learn and adapt. And then they start building their confidence and really learning from everybody. And that's where I think the coolest part of it is, it's like that community, again, collective brain effort. And I just, I absolutely love it, dude. We're only three weeks in and I, I'm, I'm so obsessed with it. I think it is so fun. It has been so successful thus far. Yeah, no, dude, that sounds awesome. And I think um, I was just talking about this today on my, uh, on my Instagram about how when you grow deeper and deeper into your journey, you need to align yourself with people who are more relevant to like the new you and being in oh, a group and a being in a group in a community like this is absolutely huge because it not only inspires you to crush it in business, but it also inspires you to be the best damn coach that you can be. Because if you're surrounded by people who care and value, you know, their craft, you're going to become a better coach because you're going to, you're going to rise up to those standards as well. Mm -hmm. um, but so far with the coaching collective, you know, what's the response been like? How have people been enjoying it on the inside? What are the, what's the feedback like? Dude, so I'm, I'm such a, this is like, you know, maybe some childhood trauma I got to work on, but I'm so, I'm so big on like, once I get off the call, like everybody, when we get off the call, like, oh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I got to text like five people on the side and be like, okay, honest feedback, yeah. you know, like honest feedback. Like, was it bad or was it good? And every single person has just been like, dude, this is unreal. And like, to me, that's, little anxiety. Cause I'm like, fuck, now I got a standard to uphold, but man, I, I haven't had anybody say that they didn't just absolutely love the shit out of it. And that's a really good feeling for something that you're passionate about. I love it, man. So yeah. just to, uh, just to clear things up, this is not like a PowerPoint slide in which you're teaching lectures, like a, like a university, but you're looking at real life examples of real people and you're giving real feedback so people can see how the information is actually applied. Is that correct? Yes. And no. So it's not going to be an every week thing. So week one, we actually went over one of my clients lab work, blood work, right? Because she came off of prep, she ended up having some estrogen dominance, her testosterone was actually at less than three, which is outrageously low. And what was crazy about it is she actually felt fine. Mm -hmm. So that was what's crazy. And that was why I told people like, you know, this is why blood work is actually really important for competitors, also lifestyle clients, but more so for competitors. So I basically said, this is what I saw in her blood work that was off. This is why this is why this makes me think this. So, you know, again, it's really important to understand that you're never going to have a immediate, correct 100% answer. It's going to say, this is the data. This is my interpretation. So this is what we're going to try. Mm -hmm. So we did a protocol for six weeks. Her testosterone went from three up to a 46, which is incredible from just natural supplements. Um, 
uh, liver enzyme elevation or went down like a, a bunch of things fixed, but she was still estrogen dominant. So that was when I broke into, well, now this is what we're going to do after this. Sometimes you have to fix one thing before you can fix another thing. It was a really, really cool feedback. And then last week we went super deep into training programming. You know, when should I do a three-day training split for a client, a four-day, a five-day, a six-day? What would those even look like? How would you allocate body part training? How many sets per week? you know, things like that. And then this week we're doing a huge, I'm so excited for this week. We're doing a huge deep dive into circadian rhythms, which is basically a chronobiological clock where your body goes off of the sun, right? Wake up when the sun comes up, go to bed when the sun goes down and just kind of like its whole influence on the systems. I'm, I'm super hyped about this one. I love it. No, that one's going to be really awesome. Cause I don't think people realize how important sleep is to people's results and in, in their fitness and their yeah. lifestyle. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's freaking I, had a, I don't know if you saw my story. I had a client who's on prep right now. Her name is Lauren. And I, all I did was reset her circadian rhythm because she started training super late. So I had her train earlier. I had to go to bed earlier. And she's been on prep since February. She had a lot of weight to lose. But in, in two weeks of us resetting her circadian rhythm, she dropped eight pounds. Wow. A year into prep. You know, she's wow. eight pounds in two weeks. Like that's hard to do. Yeah, that's crazy. I talked, I talked about it on my story my story freaking blew up and I was like, ding, there's my next coaching collective call. <laughs> I love it. So that leads me to my next question. Where are you getting the inspiration for these new lessons that are coming up? Do you have, like, do you know what the next lesson is going to be after circadian rhythm? Or is it kind of just like whatever you see people need in the moment is, is what's going to come that, up. That's what I've been basing it off of. And then I'm also building lectures like each day when I have spare time that I know I'm going to cover eventually. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I'm building one right now on like how to do, how to calculate startup macros or startup calories for a client and then how to break them into macros, you know, multiple things like that, you know? So it's like, I'm like, oh, that's a good one I need to talk about. I just kind of write it down and then I'll just start making them as the time goes on. But yeah, it's mostly based off of like the circadian rhythm. I was like, I'm doing that right now. Should yeah. I go that thought, you know? Beautiful. I love it. Now, who would you say, what type of coach would you recommend the, the coaching collective for? Cause obviously this wouldn't be for like, you know, uh, like, a, I don't know you, there's a ton of different types of coaches out there. There's like sports training coaches, marathon yeah. coaches, et cetera. So what would you recommend? Um, so I would say I, I do, I, my heart, my number one goal with this collective is to speak everything in like, like I'm speaking it to a five-year-old. Mm -hmm. You know, like keeping it very, very layman's terms, just so that it's super easily digestible and it's even easy, more easily uh, applicable. That's where I think the most important thing is like if I'm using every fancy scientific word on the planet to try to make myself seem smarter than I actually am, people don't digest that. So I think pretty much any coach who's doing lifestyle clients, competitor clients, a beginner coach, a general health clients, anything like that, I think they can benefit from this. Now we do have sports specific stuff in there. And I think that if you're you know, doing sports specific, it's still really important to know about all of these things. So I don't really have a, a certain coach that I think wouldn't benefit from the coaching collective. Love it. I love it. So when it comes to the actual interaction on a live call, is it like a Zoom where people can chime in and open open yep. microphone? Are they allowed to ask questions and stuff? What exactly does that look like? I actually get pissed if they don't interrupt me when they have questions. Yeah. I keep everybody muted, but I'm like, if I'm saying something and you're like, whoa, hang on, unmute yourself and be like, yo, Nick, hang on. What is that? You know, because more than likely there's 10 other people on the call who think the same thing, but just don't want to, don't want to say it. So I'm really big on everybody just asking questions. 
because that's that's where the that's where the information is mm -hmm. you know that's where the value is is in asking questions so i love it i love it now i'm trying to think what do you see the future of the coaching collective like what do you what's the vision for like where do you want it to go within the next six to 12 months so my big thing here i i honestly don't have uh I, not a real care but i don't really have this care for it to be you know this you know multi-million dollar company or anything like that like you know i I still have my focus on my clients and my other businesses. And this is just something that I thought was very, very needed in the space. And something that I felt over my literal almost decade of doing shit could, could help with people. Um, but my, my long-term projection of this is I'm going to be doing these calls until I no longer have content to put out. And when that case is done, I plan on just literally putting every single video into like a Kajabi and then just selling it outright as a course. Beautiful. I love that. That's a beautiful idea. That's yeah. A so that's, that's smart that's move, my friend. Yeah. So yeah. that way people can still have that because when you're in the coaching collective group, you have access to any past videos we've ever had. So if people sign up on week 10, they have 10 videos they have to watch still. Good. I like that. Um, question for you. So week one, you're talking about lab work. Week two, yeah. you're talking about training splits. And so it does seem that you're going to cater for coaches at every level. Um, but what would you say to a coach? Like, would you recommend this to a coach who's just starting out? Maybe they okay. haven't even got a, got a certification yet. Like what, what would you say there? Or maybe they might feel overwhelmed if you're talking about lab work and testosterone. You're like, I don't even know what a hormone is, you know? Yeah. Which is totally fine. Um, I'm that, that was kind of my first starter. Cause I just thought it was really interesting. I plan on kind of starting from the ground up from here on out. But, um, like when it comes to coaches, like I, I'm, I'm a big advocate on like the CPT, like the certified personal trainer things. They really don't cross over to online coaching. Mm -mm. Like they, they really do not. It's, it's fairly, I mean, here's the thing is I haven't opened one of those books in almost a decade, so I can't speak fully on them, but um, you know, from what I've heard from other people, they are pretty outdated. And honestly, man, like I've, I've worked with some master trainers that are certified, you know, out there asked for certifications and I'm like you know and they're sitting here saying that it's healthy for them to do a water fast for four days you know every week so that they can lose weight and I'm like yeah what you know so like I'm not trying to you know shit on anybody but I've, I've seen people go through these certifications and not know anything that translates over to online coaching I think if you want to be in an actual name brand gym training people in person, then yes, a certified personal training certification makes sense. Mm -hmm. There are so many other online coaching programs from very credible people that specify more towards online coaching that I think makes more sense. I love that. And I, and I, and I definitely know already that this coaching collective will be just straight applicable information that will directly yeah. apply into you know, programming and training so what do you, what's the goal for your coaches that are inside the coaching collective? What do you want them to take from this experience? I, so again, over my course of time in the coaching sphere, I have seen so many clients. I mean, honestly, I have gotten so many of my clients just from other coaches fucking up, mm -hmm. you know, and I'll, I'll admit that that's fine. You know, I, they were, they were a first choice over me, but they fucked these people up. And then they, those people said, Hey, Nick, you know, like this is going on. Can you fix me? And I said, yeah, absolutely. I can. So my, my whole goal here for my coaches in the coaching collective is like, this is the next wave of coaches that are going to be taking care of people. 
And if we can really, cause dude, the coaching business has a bad rap. It really does. Mm-hmm. It's a really bad reputation. Like um, just people taking a ton of money, screwing their clients over and then just like leaving them out to dry. And like, I, I want to at least give something back to this community that I love so much. That's literally blessed me with everything I have in my life right now. I want to give back to make sure that all the new coaches coming up know how to actually take care of people, have a safe space where they can ask questions without feeling stupid or looked down upon, and then can go and help their clients be better. I love that's that's my goal so what is the um what is the timeline looking like is it like is it a membership is it yeah like- it's a, so it's a it's a monthly subscription membership at 300 a month and basically the way i'm setting this up um is three of those calls a week we'll be going over a presentation one okay. of those calls a week we'll be having i'll be putting a post in the facebook group where coaches can put a client's case study that they're having problems with and I'll pick some of them and go over them on the call. So it starts becoming even more applicable for the coaches. Wow. I think that's amazing. Three calls a week. Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A month. I'm sorry. Okay. I was going to say three calls it, a it, week isn't, it, that's a no, lot. No, it's, it's one of, it's one a week. I apologize. If I okay. that. Yeah. All good. Hey, even that is, is still super valuable. Yeah. Um, now, is it just you right now? Are you going to have guest coaches? I am absolutely planning on having co- a multitude of guest coaches hop on because there are coaches that are a lot more knowledgeable than me in some fields. And there's absolutely no reason why I would not bring them on to share that knowledge with the up and coming coaches to better our field. I love that. I love that. So for any coach who's listening to this, who's thinking about joining the coaching collective, but is a little hesitant on like whether or not it's for them, what would you say? What advice would you give them to, uh, you know, get started? Uh, here's the honest to God truth. I'm a terrible salesman. That's why I have a sales rep for my business. I, you know, you, you asked me that question. I'm like, you know, you either want to learn or you don't, I, it doesn't, I, will, I think, Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think if you're on the fence about it, you know, um, it, I mean, there's no, there's no contract, you know, you could, you could pay for it for a month and say, fuck, this guy's an idiot and cancel. It's a tax write-off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a tax write-off. I don't know. I'm not a good salesman. <laughs> well, I will say too, I think the number one investment that you can make is in yourself. Like 100%. absolutely it better than any NFT, better than any fucking Bitcoin. Like <laughs> I would say, if you put that money in yourself, like that is a, you turn yourself into the asset, you turn yourself into the income, income yep. producing asset. And so you could put 300 bucks a month into your education. That's going to make you a better coach. And it's going to make you a more confident coach. And it's going to get your clients better results, which will get you more clients. It's like, it becomes a flywheel at that point that ends up taking yeah. care of itself, which, which I think is really cool. Um, but for anybody who wants to get started with the coaching collective, where can they find it online? Like, where can they get a little Uh, taste of it? Yeah. So honestly, it's, 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 it's really, uh, held up by duct tape, so to speak. You literally just click the link in my bio. It says coaching collective and you just get the link to the payment and then they just DM me their payment. And then I just add them to the group. And then that's that. And then, and then the second they're in the group, they can scroll back and get all the calls that have already, already been posted. Beautiful. So is there like a Facebook group? Is there a group yeah. chat on the inside? Yeah, What's it like for them on the inside? Uh, it's a Facebook group and that, that, that's pretty much it. We have, again, we're only, we're only in week three. Like this is, this is week three. So it's mm-hmm. very, uh, it's still like beta, but like I said, it's been wildly successful thus far. So 
get going more into like, I'm assuming the more it grows, the more the actual community will grow. And I would mm -hmm. love to get it to a point where coaches can post something in the group throughout the week. And then every coach is like, Oh, try this, try this, try this, try this, you know? So that's kind of what I'm trying to get it to. Which yeah. will get there. Yeah. It will get there. Yeah. It will get there. I don't think we had a, we didn't have a Facebook for PTBI until like 10 months in. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was, it was super late in the game. So um, that's exciting, man. Any, any final words or any final, uh, send off that you want to leave before we uh, wrap things up? Mm, I mean, no, man, I'm good. I think, uh, I think you, I really like what you said about kind of investing in yourself, mm -hmm. that type of stuff. I think that that's something that a lot of people shy away from because they just go like, oh man, I don't. And like, I want to, I want to put coaching collective on the side right now. I don't, I don't want this to have this conversation have anything to do with the coaching collective. Mm -hmm. People will, people will go with an investment in themselves and they'll go like, Oh man, I, I, you know, I can't really afford that. Or, Oh, that's, uh, it's a lot of money, you know? And it's like, well, you have to get to a point in my opinion, you have to get to a point in your life where your perceived value doesn't just come down to monetary. Mm -hmm. And I got slapped real hard in the face with that when I moved to Texas. <laughs> Because I said, oh, I'm going to move to Texas because the cost of living is so much lower and therefore I'm going to have more money and I'm going to have, I'm going to live like a king. I'm going to have a great life and I fucking hate it. Yep. So the cost of living for me here is actually more expensive than if I was back in California and San Diego, because that monetary cost for me in San Diego is worth it for me to have good mental health, go to the beach, be around all my friends like you guys, and be in an environment where I feel safe and, and supported in my own growth. Mm -hmm. So the cost of living out here in Texas is actually significantly higher for me than it is in San Diego. Yeah, just a different, different kind of cost. Well, I think that that's what people's perception needs to be tweaked down. Yeah, because you know, worrying about money, like that scarcity mindset around money will just ensure that you're always scarce with money. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and I agree. And I think of I think something that you said in the very beginning of this podcast, you hit the nail on the head, like so perfectly is like, you think, you know, coaching, and you might know enough to get started. But once you start taking on clients, you start seeing all these crazy different situations, in, yeah. which you've never seen before. And then you start to question yourself, you start to doubt yourself. And so you really only have two options there. Option number one is that you shrink into yourself and you eventually give it up and do something else. Option number two is you rise up to the occasion and get the help you need and, and start going ham on education and learning how to overcome, you know, your clients challenges and become even better. And then eventually you become the person that you want to be, which is cool, which this is giving people that opportunity to do so, which I, I think is really, really awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Of course, man. Uh, anything else? No, I think, I think we nailed it, man. I really, really appreciate the opportunity to just come on here and talk about it a little bit, man. Of course, brother. I'm excited to send people your way. But with that being said, guys, we'll wrap up this episode right here. Catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.